You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast for Tuesday, July the 12th of 2022. I'm Lucas Smith. Along with me, as always, is J.D. Haffron. Happy Tuesday, another victory Tuesday, J.D., as the Cardinals able to get a win yesterday. Yes. Gosh, winning's fun, isn't it, is Lucas? It, it's and it's more so yeah. good. Now, before we get into all of the Cardinal talk, what was more fun, having the Cardinals win again against Philadelphia or celebrating your birthday yesterday, which we kind of glossed over <laughs> during the show on the playback? I, I'm like, wait, he did say that. Hi, yeah, I'm 22 today. Yesterday was your birthday. Happy birthday, Lucas. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. The big 22. Some people call it the Taylor Swift year. I didn't. I did not listen to Taylor Swift at all yesterday, so maybe I didn't do it right. But I uh, was able to go home and celebrate with family. Got to go to the driving range. Got some pizza. You know, it wasn't as wild as 21, but 22 is still <laughs> still super fun, and it was it was a good time. So I appreciate it. They, they usually don't get too uh, too wild again until probably 30, and then <laughs> and then then it's done, dude. So yeah, you know, just yeah, you got a long way to go. So you're you're doing fine. Let me ask you this real quick, pizza wise, what do you get on the pizza? You went out for golf and pizza last mm-hmm. night. What, what's your what's your toppings? Are you a weirdo with all the peppers and stuff, or do you keep it basic? I think I'm a hybrid because I I got pizza pepperoni and black and green olives i like olives okay that's pizza. good so some people think that that's like outer space weird and some people are like you were like yeah that makes sense so i like both olives and it works out well because my twin brother likes black olives and i like green olives and i like both but like he doesn't like green olives so what we were growing up we would get half black half green and it would be perfect we'd each get a couple slices call it good uh but we we've expanded our palates a little bit we like a little more things now so we got a couple different slices of different pizzas so it was yeah, a good time yeah. The olives add the the saltiness to it, that's so uh, that, yeah. that's not too outside the box. It's not anchovy weird, so right. uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're good there. All right, man. Uh, how about a home run derby announcement uh, mm-hmm. yesterday? Albert Pujols is set to uh, appear in his fifth home run derby event. Do you remember him being in four of them already? I, I, I remember like two or three, and then I was like, wait a minute, there's another one that snuck in there. Uh, yeah. He lost to Garrett Anderson. Back in 2003 in the finals when uh, they were in Chicago. Uh, made it to the semifinals in 2007 when Vladimir Guerrero won it in San Francisco. He got bounced in the semis again in 09 at Bush. Uh, that's when Prince Fielder won it. And then he lost in the semis again in 2015 when Todd Frazier took the title in Cincinnati. Do you have a, a favorite memory of Albert Pujols in a home run derby? I really don't remember any of his uh, as a Cardinal, you know, because his oldest one as a Cardinal, you mentioned 2009, I was nine years old then. So I don't really remember a whole lot. I remember looking at that replays and highlights and things. What I remember about the one at Chicago, really about the all-star thing at Chicago, was yeah. Albert facing um, Finch. The first name escapes me, the softball pitcher. You know, she was, you know, pitching Jenny. to Jenny Finch. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. she was pitching it, and he, she struck out Albert on like three pitches at his chest or something like that. So that's <laughs> not a great memory, but I'm, I'm excited. You know, I, we talk about the All Star game being entertainment, right? And, you know, that's a big reason why Albert and Miguel Cabrera, like their stats, okay, but it's entertainment. It's for the fan. It's all these things. Home run derby is the same thing. Now, Albert might go out there and hit three home runs, or he might go out there and win the whole thing. I could see it going both ways. Maybe that's me and my cardinal glasses on, but I really can see it going both ways, and I'm, I'm excited for Albert to get a send-off Tuesday, or Monday and Tuesday with the derby and the game. Uh, one final hurrah for the machine. 
Yeah, so his fifth time that he'll be uh, performing in the Home Run Derby, uh, 0 for 4. So he hasn't won yet, but maybe this will be the, the, the time that he takes it. It's going to be tough, though, because uh, they, they've only announced half the field so far, mm-hmm. so just the, the National League side of things. So you've got the two-time defending champ, Pete Alonso from the Mets. He's back, and that dude just, just cranks bombs. So uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. is in it. Nationals outfielder Juan Soto. Also uh, signed up for the NL side now. As far as the American League side, I'm sure we'll get the names either today or tomorrow. But as mm-hmm. of us recording this, they, they haven't released them yet. Uh, is there anybody in the American League off the top of your head that you would love to see in this year's home run derby? I think the easy answer is Shohei. Shohei Otani would, would be a blast. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., those are the two. Before Alvarez got pushed on, put on the IL, I would have loved to see Jordan Alvarez get a crack yeah. at it. I just think the Derby's so much fun. You know, it's 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 in my opinion, it's more exciting than the skills competition of the NBA. You know, obviously, you know, you could make an argument that dunk contests and three point are different, but the the, the Derby to me is just super fun to watch because home runs are sexy, right? Like, like chicks, yeah. chicks did the long ball. That's the old saying, right? They do. So you get to see they do. <laughs> bunch of home runs especially when, when these guys are hitting it you know to the level of, of a Pete Alonso or Josh Hamilton from 10 12 years ago uh, things of that nature so you have a lot of fun a lot of different options too in the, in the AL side those are just the, the couple that I mentioned you got anybody else that you got your eye on in the AL well definitely Shohei or I thought it'd be cool to see Trout I don't know if that's something he'd be into yeah. uh what about the big boys in New York Judge and Stanton I would point. love to see those, those monsters uh, slam the ball around a little bit. Also, how about Byron Buxton from the Twins? Like, he's somebody Ooh. who I feel like he, he would be really, really good in one of these events because he's not really one of those guys that hits for average or anything in a regular game. But, man, he hits some tank shots when he's playing. So I feel like he'd be uh, somebody that would be interesting to watch. And he's one of those young hybrid talents that he's got the speed and the power and he's not just some big mammoth guy just up there like uh, i just feel like he'd be a he'd be a good one to check out so uh yeah. those are some so, some decent names that could be in the home run derby on monday night but you got the national league side and i'm sure we'll all be pulling for albert uh when he finally gets to uh step up to the plate that night in los angeles yeah, there, there's no doubt. I, Albert, when, when he hits home runs, they're just so cool to watch. I don't know. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I think it might have mentioned this in the show or not, whatever. And when Albert hit his home run on Sunday, I think I talked about it, just the way he knew it, the way he just flipped the bat, just, it just brought back memories is what it did. You know, of the, you know when, when I saw Albert stand and watch that home run on Sunday, it brought back memories of the two walk-off home runs in a row against the Cubs in 2011. It brought off memories of the three home runs in the 2011 World Series. It brought off memories of me watching highlights of the three-home run game in 2004 at Wrigley. You know, Wait, all these on. different things. B- b- before you go on to it, don't say Brad Lidge because he might be watching <laughs> and you're really going to put him into just that mess of a head that he got that's after true. the fact that Pujols <laughs> knocked it out of Houston. That, that's one of the greatest home runs I've ever seen. Like I, I, I was as excited about that home run as I was for like the World Series home runs that you yeah. mentioned. Like that, there was just such a moment, and it was so cool. And then he does that one thing where where he just like, like holds his arm out after he after he hits him. Yeah, he's like, he got his left he just, hand up. He's got it. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. And because you talked about uh, how it reminded you of post uh, home runs of, of previous years, I wore the old school Tom Lawless. Hey, we get it over here. There you go. Yeah. So the old school batting jersey from the That's 80s, awesome. Tom Lawless style. And uh, you know what else I forgot about Tom Lawless? How good his mustache was. 
He did have a good mustache. He had a great like mustache. Like I had to, I, I go, I had to go back into the uh, into the files and look it up, and I was like, "Here's the Tom Wallace one." And yeah, that dude was as little as us, bro. Like he's a small yeah. guy, and just and then he mashes it like he thought he was Albert Pujols before there was an Albert Pujols. Like right. he, he thought he hit it. 800 feet in the air and it was uh, just an awesome moment so uh, I actually put that if you are watching Locked on Cardinals on YouTube yesterday's show I've got the link to the Tom Lawless home run posted down there for everybody love it that's awesome that, that, that was a big home run but yeah, the, the Lich home run that, that the one that Albert off of Lich that one's probably still traveling I don't know if that one's come back down into orbit yet because Albert sent that one <laughs> like it, it, Jorge Soler's home run in the World Series last year Reminded everybody of the Albert home run because Soler's home run was a bomb. Don't get me wrong. In game six, I think it was. But Albert's was just on another level, and it goes to, like, it's a microcosm of his whole career. A lot of people do great things, but what Albert did in St. Louis is another level. He's on his own because you also saw him pass damn usual for most extra base hits of all time. He's third now um, of -hmm. extra base hits. I don't know if he'll catch anybody else, um, but you, you just see him continue to mash and, there was times this season, you know, at least so far that we talked about a little bit, that it was starting starting to get painful to watch him hit a little bit. But now he's got a couple of two-hit games. He had the three-hit game that we talked about on yesterday's show. It, it's a beauty to watch him hit. And we only have, you know, less than half a season left with him, J.D. I know. So we got we, we, we to, gotta, you know, cherish it while we can. And I'm super pumped to watch the Derby on Monday. I cannot wait. Well, do you got any Derby watching superstitions or plans or anything? Because I'll, I'll, be, I'll be tuned in on Monday night. Honestly, probably pizza. That, that's my go-to uh, sports food. I I love it. I don't have to leave my couch. I just go mm-hmm. pick it up right there at the door, and uh, I don't. It, it's fantastic. So I'll probably do that. Order in, and uh, do my best to root on the machine that night. Absolutely. Well, if you're looking for if you're looking for food on that night, JD, but you're looking for maybe something a little bit healthier. I would mm-hmm. encourage Built Bar because from the people who invented the healthy and tasty Built Bar comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably think that Built Bar has outdone themselves every time they make a new flavor. They've done it again with the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. Your friends at Built Bar have done it again. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Bar flavor you will love. I've ordered it already. It's a delicious new chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Stop drooling for a minute and just listen. They're good for you, too. It's not just the taste buds. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are the only here for a limited time. So go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They are going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits. And it's even though it tastes good, it's still good for you. So, delicious coconut, rich, sweet, brownie, creamy marshmallow. It's all real. Stop fantasizing and get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie ch- uh, chunk Built Puffs right now. And use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15%. You get something that's tasty, you get something that's good for you, and you save a little bit of money. Promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 at checkout at Built.com. Cardinals were able to get a win yesterday, J.D. We talked about it in the open, a victory Tuesday. Very, very exciting yeah. day for the Cardinals yesterday. Yeah, The uh, by the way, the Sage is now 2-0. <laughs> yes. Michael is, and it's getting a life of it. If this continues, it's going to be a thing. National people are just going to start picking up on this. But uh, Michael is fantastic again. Uh, Cardinals bottom half of the lineup. 
tells us to stick it, Lucas, as no they lead the kidding. team to a win in a series split against Philly. Now, let me just put this out there for you, okay? Just bear with me. Right. If I told you that Tommy Edmond, Juan Yepes, Paul Goldschmidt, and Nolan Gorman would go 0 for 15, and that Nolan Arenado would not play at all, and the Cardinals would still win, what would you think? I would tell you to wake up from your dream. That's really what I would tell you. I mean, that, that 0 for 15 from those guys and no Arenado, forget yeah. about it. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody told me that, I'd call you a liar right to your face. <laughs> but that is what happened last night. Uh, Dylan Carlson, I don't know how many shows ago that we started saying, hey, Dylan needs to start doing his thing, and he's been doing it. He looked great again last night. Uh, Corey Dickerson, two for three with a dinger and three RBIs. Pujols gets that double. You mentioned he passed Dan Musial on the all-time extra base hits list and that ball was what a centimeter oh, from going over oh. the wall albert like, wanted could, it too albert wanted it to go you could see him looking at the replay and his reaction i don't know if yeah, you saw he the like, video. Well, he's he was like pointed out there he's like pointed, what and then he was <laughs> he talking was to the gone. second or third baseman or maybe it was bohm who was over there on the shift and tapped his hat down because he was oh he wanted 685 so bad <laughs> yeah yeah so close uh edmundo sosa with a big hit to keep that rally going in the fifth inning. Kisner, he bloops one in. Uh, New bar goes yard as well uh, after he pinch hits for, uh, it was Yepes, mm -hmm. later on in the game. So all of these names, guys that, I, I don't want to speak for you, Lucas, but I talked smack about in the last mm -hmm. couple of episodes, are all stepping up. And, you know, it was a, a full team effort last night by the bottom half of the Cardinals lineup doing what they needed to do to, to get a victory against a very good pitcher in Austin Nola. Yeah, you're, you're going to need days like this. And when your offense is is down, it's banged up, or it's tired, I mean, that's why we didn't see Goldschmidt start on Sunday. That's why we didn't see Arenado yesterday because it's been a long stretch of baseball, and they don't have a day off. Arenado won't have a day off until next Wednesday because he's in the All-Star yeah. game. Same thing with Goldschmidt. Yep. So you're going to need guys to step up. And we haven't been seeing it. And I'll, I'll put in my two cents well, J.D. I won't let you take the only bullet. I was I was <laughs> done with Sosa. I was done yeah. with 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 uh, Kisner, obviously as well. Or honestly, done with Dickerson. Like all these guys, I was like, man, I've been put, I've been pulling for him for so long. I don't know what else I can do for you. I don't know what other silver lining I can show for you. But yeah. at least for a day, at least for one day, they proved us wrong. And you and I were, I think you, you asked the question, who should we talk about next to get going? You know, because they, <laughs> they must be listening or have something out for us or something because they stepped up in a big way. I mean, Carlson two hits, Dickerson, or Carlson three, Dickerson two. And like you mentioned, against Nola, who went seven innings but gave up five earned runs, his ERA mm -hmm. jumped 20 points. That's a good day for an offense when you can get five runs off of Nola. Yeah, and uh, also speaking of Dylan Carlson doing something different, he bunted for a he single. Did. And he did. I, like any other, usually and the joke was online that all the old guys are, are watching right now are all clapping because somebody finally bunted against the shift and got a hit. Well, yeah. Did you see how easy it looked? I don't know why nobody tries it. And here's the other side of it, too. When you try it, at least they got to kind of play you that way where mm -hmm. they, it's a possibility. When you never do it, they don't care. They're going to stay on the shift as far possible to the other side of the field and take away more of your singles. So I, I was so happy to see that, that uh, Carlson laid one down. And um, seeing Dickerson, now something I want to say about Dickerson too, and I realized earlier in the season, and then he got hurt right when he was starting to kind of warm up just mm -hmm. a little bit, and then he hurt his calf. But that guy is built like tank-wise. Like he really yep. takes care of himself. And his first at bat against Nola 
it looked like all he wanted to do was hit it 550 feet. Like he was taking these wild swings and he wasn't even close. Mm -hmm. And then Nola, for some reason, and they talked about it on the broadcast, throws him a change up and he deposits it into the seats. Like I have no idea why they went away from the fastball there and it made no real sense at all. But Dickerson stepped up and uh, it, it was nice to see because if you can get any sort of production from him and Newbar as that left-handed bat, whether off the bench or when they do have to start once in a while, that's huge for this lineup who has a lot of right-handed hitters in it. That's a good point, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a different route with it. If these okay. guys can can get hot or can start showing that they can produce, you get some trade pieces, JD. You can start sure. getting guys that you can throw and saying, "Hey, Dickerson's starting to find it. You want him?" Or hey, mm-hmm. Newbar is a fan favorite. Your 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 crowd's gonna love him, right? Nude, all that stuff. And he's gonna hit a home <laughs> run. And he'll run into a home run every once in a while. So then you start getting some trade, you know, trade traction. Well, we'll talk about a, a weird rumor coming up in segment number three. But both routes are true, you know. But both of them can be true whether the Cardinals stamp pad or otherwise. Because when O'Neill and Bader come back, you're gonna need bench pieces, and Dickerson yeah. and Newbar will be that. Maybe Newbar goes back to Memphis, but still, you'll need depth, and that's exactly what the Cardinals might be getting. And again, it's one game, don't want to freak out, but you're totally right that Dickerson was looking a little bit better before his calf. And if Newbar can get going, because he's already a fan favorite. So if he can get going yeah. and be a fan favorite, it's a win. So that, I mean, that, yeah. that's a huge thing. And you mentioned mustaches. Miles Michaels was on his game yesterday <laughs> again, with, with at least on, on the mound. Yeah, Mr. Steady uh, throwing a ton of pitches in the first inning, and everybody's like, uh-oh. This, yeah. is, this isn't good. Settles down, throws six and a third shutout innings after the uh, Hoskins home run in the first. ERA now at 2.62, which is seventh in the National League, 11th overall in Major League Baseball. He grabs his sixth win of the season. The guy's been a rock. He's been an absolute rock and uh, has been one of the best pitchers in baseball. I really am. The more that I think about it, I'm hoping that somebody backs out of the All-Star game and Michaelis can slide in because he deserves it, I think. I, I definitely think... He, he should be at that game in L.A. I agree. And like, like, like we talked about yesterday a little bit where, you know, you're going to have somebody back out just because they have to. Like an all-star is going to pitch on Sunday and they're going to be unavailable yeah. on Tuesday, right? So Michael has started Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday would be start. So you could go on three days rest, right? Maybe four. Obviously, you'll have to talk to Marmol and Maddox and see what you want to game plan for the rest of the you know second half. But also you look at it where you have two off days the week after the all-star break. So you could you could maneuver it a little bit if you wanted to try and get Michaelis in there because he totally mm-hmm. totally deserves it. You got the near yeah. no hitter that he threw, the complete game loss that he pitched against Tampa Bay in the game that lasted under two hours, and you just you know the start the start yesterday against the Phillies lineup that was really hitting, uh, or at least you know more than they had been earlier in the season. That's a deadly lineup even without Bryce Harper. I totally agree, and maybe he can burn some sage for the NL All Star team and the <laughs> NL team can get a win because. I felt like forever the story was the NL team can't win, so maybe Michaelis can help them on two fronts of getting the NL All-Stars to win. Maybe. maybe. I don't want to be selfish, but I keep that sage for the Cardinals, man. We, <laughs> we, we need it more than that. That game don't mean nothing anymore, but I would love to see Michaelis there because he, he's been through a lot, and uh, to see him come back this season and pitch the way he has I, – I I got nothing but respect for the guy. He's been yep. he's been fantastic. And and also when you think about the, you know, people as we mentioned yesterday where he 
you know, oh, he's only got six wins, uh, whatever. He's going up against everybody's ace, it seems like. They broke it down last night on the on the telecast and about all the pitchers he's had to go up against and has been right there pitch for pitch with them, just mm-hmm. doesn't get the win. So uh, it's not all about wins and losses when it comes uh, to the starting pitchers. Uh, bullpen, zero runs again. Had to be Solid. impressed with Cabrera and Fernandez. You know what I like best about those two guys? It's hmm. just their attitudes and their just the way they are, their energy when they're on the mound. Like seeing Fernandez do his excited fist pump and how jacked up he was after he got the final out. Like I love that stuff. I think it's great. As long as you're not showing up like the other the other hitter or something, I think it's fantastic. I love seeing the emotion in the game. And if you have the results to back it up, right? Like Fernandez sure. haven't given up an earned run. Cabrera's ERA set to two sixteen. You know, he, he he had the four inning outing against Chicago that saved the day. He, you know, these guys have the stuff and the results to back up that emotion, right? Like that. That's why I think one of the big knocks against Harrison Bader was early in his career. You're hitting two twenty or two oh five, and you're acting like you're a four hundred hitter, showing all the emotion, hair flying, you know, the whatever. Whenever he starts producing, you hear a lot less chatter about about that aspect of his game, right? Yeah. But I agree. I love the way Hernan- or Cabrera hops off the mound after a strikeout. Sometimes he'll do it when he thinks he's got a backwards K, and then he's got to walk back <laughs> to the mound. <laughs> but it's still super fun. You know, it's just like it reminds me a little bit of the way Randy Johnson would point or Dennis Eckersley w- w- would do the fist bump after a strikeout. Yeah. It's kind of it's their thing, right? It gets them in the moment. I'm not again before anybody freaks out. I'm not saying Cabrera's on the level of Johnson or Eckersley. It's just a little. You comparison. just said Hennessy's Cabrera. <laughs> Where's the next Randy Johnson? Everybody heard you. It's a good point. You know, you're right. I think now <laughs> that I said that out loud, you're 100 percent right. But anyways, it was a good day to put the bullpen. And I wasn't watching. I'll be honest. Birthday celebrations. I was checking in and out. You have any um, expertise or why Cabrera was taken out with an out in the ninth inning? Uh, I think it was just ma- I think it was just matchups. Match-ups to be honest, yeah, that's what I, thought. I think that's okay. all it was. He threw 22 pitches, and I think it was just matchups. They had the righties coming up, and uh, you know, with a five-run lead, that's okay. You don't need yep. to leave him in there. You know, yep. let guys like Fernand- let these guys get some work. I mean, they've been doing very, very well. Let's let's keep them going, man. Roll them out there. They're now uh, two games back of the Brewers in the Central, and just a fraction out of the wild card behind the Phillies. So things are looking up for the Cardinals. Just think about it. two days ago, we're all like, man, we're in trouble now. We're doing all right. The the, the uh, momentum is increasing, if you will, Lucas. Baseball's a beautiful thing like that. Baseball, <laughs> you, you get wrapped up in it sometimes. Baseball is a beautiful thing when you can go from season over to World Series hopefuls in three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of increasing, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Lucas, you get it all the time when they ask you about your Lamborghini. I know you do. You told <laughs> me about it. And then you got to stand there all nervous like you did something wrong and wait while the person behind the counter bangs on the keys and orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. You've got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so why don't you use it? Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Be smart. Don't do it. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, uh, motor oil, even new carpet. Didn't you say you were in the market for something that you needed like a, a tail light or a headlight or something recently? I need a front left headlight. It's been bothering me for a while, so I'll be using rockauto.com, believe me. 
There you go. Explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs, rockauto.com. And right now, if you go there, you can see all the parts available for your car or truck, right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Big playoff test this week with the Los Angeles Dodgers in town. The Dodgers currently at 56-29, and 29, first place in the West. Best division in the National League. 9-1 and one in their last 10. Seven-game winning streak. Oh, look, the Dodgers are good again. Shocking, right? <laughs> uh, but the Cardinals and Phillies currently minuscule points apart. They're, they're tied yeah. games behind-wise in that third wild card. So this is a big series for the Cardinals, a big test. It starts tonight with Libertor on the mound uh, for the Cardinals. Wainwright gets the ball tomorrow against Tony Gonsolin, who has yet to get a loss on the season. And then Thursday yeah. night, Dakota Hudson gets the ball against Anderson for the Dodgers, who has nine wins. So this, there's no sugarcoating it, J.D. This could be a long three days. A tough yeah, this is, this isn't going to be easy, but that's what you, you like, this kind of competition. You want the best. To, to come to town. That's who you want to play. That's why these guys put on the uniform, and you're going to get it because <laughs> these guys are no joke, man. You are getting Mitch White tonight. Uh, you mentioned Gonsolin, who's 11-0, then Tyler Anderson, 9-1. and And these are their, like, I would say Gonsolin, I guess he's he's risen up in their, in their depth chart as far as one of the top pitchers, but I would still put him as number three. You're not mm-hmm. even going to have to see Kershaw or Rios. Uh, Walker Bueller's out. He's hurt. Andrew Heaney's hurt. Dustin May's out. And they're still this amazing. Like, they're incredible. They've got a pin without uh, Blake Trinan and Daniel Hudson, but they're still outstanding. And, uh, you know, offensively, they're just all-stars all over the place. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Cody Ballinger, Max Muncy, Justin Turner, Will Smith. I mean, all of these guys (laughs) could be at the all-star game, but it's just it's sick. It's absolutely sick. When you can dole out that amount of money, this is what your lineup should look like. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, you can only you know lace up your, your cleats and get out there and do your best. But uh, again, what they do have going for the Cardinals, riding a little momentum coming off of the mm-hmm. series against the Phillies, you know, winning the last two. And then you don't have to face Kershaw or Arias, uh, which is pretty good since they're a sure. couple of dominant left handers. No kidding. You know, you, you you do make the argument, could make the argument that the Cardinals dominate lefties, but there aren't too many lefties around like Clayton Kershaw and Julio Urias, and you mentioned Bueller being on the IL as well. This is going to be a, a tough series. It's, it's a good test, though. It's, it's a great test because you want, like you said, the playoff teams want to play playoff teams. Or you want to have the ability to beat yeah. playoff teams. When you look around the schedule, too, it's not like the Phillies have it easy either. The Phillies have to play the, the Blue Jays uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, obviously, they're at Miami this weekend, but you got pretty comparable schedules for the first two days um, of, of the of the week. So, you just got to go out and take advantage of it. You have, to, you have to go out and prove that you're not a team that can only beat the Pirates and Reds. That, 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 that's what it is because they have beat up on the Pirates and Reds this season. It's time to show that you can beat other teams. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, beating the Phillies the last uh, couple nights and especially getting a win against Nola last night, who's mm-hmm. arguably their staff face, him and Wheeler go back and forth. So sure. you've got this momentum. you got the bottom half of the lineup that's pretty excited about themselves right now, feeling good after uh, a showing last night. And you'll have the big boys back in the lineup tonight. You'll have, uh, you know, Goldie will be in there. Uh, Arnato more than likely be back in the lineup. I don't know why he wouldn't be. So um, Could you know, see O'Neal, too. You don't know. That was what I was going to bring up because uh, we got some news about – 
Tyler Broneal. So check this out. Check this out. I got another prop for you today. So many props on the YouTube. Love it. Ooh, that's an old number too. That's a throwback. You got an O'Neill 41 jersey for those listening on podcasting platforms. That's awesome. So this is actually, so it's not a jersey. jersey this, I'm is sorry, his, towel. Okay. This, this is his workout towel. It's no not kidding. a dirty one. It's not a dirty one. So don't give me any grief about that. But so, you know, outside of Bush stadium they had the store where you can buy like legit cardinals mm-hmm. and when i was there visiting last time uh they had these towels over there and i was like man i was like and i noticed the same thing i was like number 40 what how old is this thing how right. sweaty is this thing and they're like no 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 and uh they actually donated the, the players say hey you guys can uh you can sell these it's cool and so i got me a tyler broneal one before Love the it. season even started and uh it hasn't been the best of years <laughs> so no. far for tyler uh we had a report yesterday Derek gold from the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch said that uh, O'Neill's MRI revealed, now this sounds awful, a tear in a wrist flexor tendon near the pinky of his right hand. So you have this dark cloud that comes over like, oh my gosh, he's screwed, right? He's done. But then this thing lifts, and Jim Hayes reports last night on Valley Sports that O'Neill was cleared for baseball activities. He was throwing. He took batting practice, took like 30 swings, and could be back very soon could be activated for the Dodgers series. That's a possibility. Also, Brendan Donovan, who had been under the weather, was feeling better yesterday, so we should see him uh, back and playing with the team uh, as early as tonight. It's a, it's a possibility. Could happen. So you're getting some of these guys back, which is good. It is good. And you, you, the O'Neill memory for me in the Dodgers series was that incredible catch last last June, June of 2021, against Mookie Betts with runners on and everything. And, you know, he made the catch up against the wall. Fans were yelling, and he was just screaming, yes. Yeah. So hopefully O'Neill could come back against the Dodgers and recreate some of that magic. We also saw Flaherty on a little bit of a downer note get transferred to the yeah. 60-day IL. Likely won't see him until after the trade deadline. Harrison Bader's plunder flexiitis. Think I'm pronouncing that right. Isn't getting much better. We won't see him until after the All-Star break at least. So some good, some bad, but the good news is you're getting offense back. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Harrison Bader thing. Um, we're okay. Carlson, he's doing okay there in center field. He's made some amazing plays over the uh, the last week. So he hasn't. Nobody, nobody's getting hurt in center field as far as defensive wise. So uh, you know, to get O'Neill another Gold Glover back in left field, and then you can just kind of do what you need to do with whoever's playing in right. You know, put your put your best uh, foot forward. So um, excited to hear that O'Neill's going to be back though, because that's a big piece in the lineup as far as speed and power that uh, gives this this lineup some length. Absolutely. And we're running a little shorter on time, but we do want to talk about a weird rumor that, that came to fruition from John Morosi saying that the Cardinals have checked in with the Nationals, among other teams, ahead of search of offense ahead of the trade deadline. In search of offense. Once, <laughs> like, yes, search for offense, but from the Nationals? Josh Send Bell, the tweet, no. Juan Soto will be a Cardinal <laughs> by August 2nd. Oh my god! Like you have to wonder, JD. Like who are they? Like again, you could make an argument that the Cardinals aren't going to go for the top guys. They're going to look for some middle of the ground person. But you also have to look at go big or go home. Sometimes, right? Like do you, you yeah. do you drop an arm and a leg and a foot and a and another arm and, <laughs> and more body parts for Juan Soto with the contract extension in the air? Do you go yeah. for a rental of Nelson Cruz? Do you get two forty plus year olds? Yeah, <laughs> on your they team. Yeah, I, what do you they, do? They, I, that, that rumor was so weird to me. Yeah, it did make a lot of sense because when you go through their roster, it's it's Juan Soto, who we you mentioned how difficult it would be to to land him in the first place because you're going to have to give up. You would have to give up somebody like Jordan Walker, like you would without have to. a doubt. Then, without a doubt, gonna, 
yeah, they're not going to settle for anything less than your top your top person. So, um, and then yeah, Cruz who can't play the field has never really been able to play the field ever. So I don't know why another DH right-handed bat would make any sense. Uh, you mentioned how old he is too. We already got Albert. We're fine. We don't need any more old forty-year-old right-handed hitters. Okay, we're fine there. Uh, then Josh Bell, who's a, who's going to be a big piece. People are going to want him. He's a switch yep. hitter, big guy, uh, having a great year, all-star caliber year. So. Um, I just feel like somebody else will give up more because we don't need a first baseman. We got no. that Goldschmidt guy sitting over there, so I He's, yeah, I don't know. Be okay. I don't know. I don't know who it would be that they'd be chasing offensive wise. I thought maybe a catcher, but I didn't see anything all that special on their roster. I don't know. I have no idea what the, what they would want offensively. If it's Lane Thomas, though, I quit. <laughs> I don't want him back. That ship has sailed. Uh, let Lane enjoy his time in Washington. Yes. Go do your thing, Lane. I wish you the best, but I don't want him back in a Cardinal uniform. We don't need that. No, yeah, all, all the more power to Lane, but you, you you could stay out there. We'll we'll take the month and a half, two months we got of Lester uh, for, yeah. for Lane Thomas to, to prosper <laughs> out in Washington. He's done good, some good things in Washington. So done some good things. Yeah, he has but, been bad. Uh, but regardless, that was a weird rumor. It will likely not be the only rumor that surfaces over the next couple of weeks. It will not be the last rumor we discuss either here on the Locked on Cardinals podcast as we get closer to the All-Star game in a week's time over in Los Angeles. Four Cardinals already are going. Could see more on the way with injuries or people dropping out uh, as well as a trade deadline just under three weeks. So plenty of content. We'll be talking more trades and all-star news on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Cardinals as well as the game that is happening tonight. Maybe we'll see Bro Neal come and make us way back to the roster but regardless we'll be breaking it down what happens and likely the most offensive night of the series will probably happen tonight so from JD and myself I'm Lucas thanks for tuning in today everybody be sure to stay safe stay well have a fantastic rest of your day